0: Hello, and welcome to Interesting Choice on the Radio for Scotland Network. Just before we start today's episode, I'd like to read a statement. There are many people who will not understand why I've taken the actions that I have. I do not expect you to understand. However, please believe me, I did only what I thought was best. Please enjoy today's episode. The monkeys Hello, guys. New episode today. <laughs> I was going to try the energetic beginning, but just given pure duration
1: I laughed just because it was so unexpected.
0: <laughs> we have a guest today. Chris, introduce yourself to the people.
2: I am Chris. Uh, I am, Where
0: do you live?
2: <laughs> I live in Newcastle. Uh, I used to live in York, and so I'm fond of the Yorkshire vibes on this album, but I'm originally from Perth.
0: How do you balance work and family? <laughs> <laughs> By listening to the Arctic Monkeys incessantly
2: on volume 11.
0: Uh. Okay, we've got that established. <laughs> Let's jump into this album. Because this is your suggestion today. Yes. Um, Hands up. I have not listened to this album before. I've heard singles, but I haven't listened to the album.
2: You have? Yeah, this album was, I'd say, pretty anthemic to my kind of fifth, sixth or year, final years of school. It was the album you sort of had to have Mm. to know about to know the webex 2
0: yeah because i remember they got really popular before the
1: album or something mm. through myspace, MySpace. I think. yeah I think have I you heard that. of this album no i did not have this album mm. wasn't a huge fan of the arctic monkeys but yeah this is another one of the albums with singles you cannot avoid yeah
0: <laughs> let's remember whatever you say about the arctic monkeys they're not so you can label <laughs> any <laughs> criticisms that you want okay and they're not that <laughs> The biggest problem I have with this album is the length of the songs. You and think I don't should know be why. shorter
1: than two minutes?
0: Yeah! I don't know why, but they feel like... I'm checking the time, how long it's went through the song, after even a minute and a half. You
2: you do wonder whether someone's come along and said, oh, it's need to make this an album, guys. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Just trucking another up course, To the radio the, uh, edit how length. Can, yeah, how can, how can we get an extra two minutes out
1: of this? Just yeah. stop it and then just start <laughs> it again and play the same thing. I think the
2: most telling review about this album came from NME, who I think also named it their <laughs> album of the decade. Yeah, I, I've got quotes from list. that specific review. <laughs> it couldn't be any more Saturday night unless it woke up weary-eyed next to a 16-stone munter with herpes. Oh, I, I was going to say 16-year-old. Yeah,
0: okay, so let's just jump into this, and then let's jump into the
1: first song, The View from the Afternoon. There's a mad start to this song. The intro from this is pretty nuts.
0: The intro's pretty nuts. I like... I generally like that song. I think it comes in quite well. Mm. The guitar work's actually really quite good on
2: this. Yeah. I my favorite, There was a really good lyric in this, though, because the song's essentially about drunk texting. Yeah. And it says, press the star and unlock.
0: Yeah. That's a
2: dated reference. <laughs> that's now. what I'm thinking. I'm like, how long that reference is meaningless? And people are trying to read, what's this star? What's this, <laughs> Yeah. You know, what's, the, what's the metaphor about it's pressing the star and unlocking?
0: The first of two dated phone references on this <laughs> album by the way we'll come to the next ones later
1: to be fair the lyrics of Fallout are actually quite good but it, it's an interesting structure and it's all sort of yeah. shouty and there's lots of fast parts but did you catch the end chord to this song like it plays all the way through like a ramon song and then it ends yeah. on like a suspended chord like yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i i very like, happy a 50s with the choice band, that. for some reason i think that was a good choice yeah <laughs> but let's go on to the next song I bet you look good on the dance floor.
1: That's pretty I, catchy.
0: The big
2: single, yeah. I, I, big single, I, guys. I, I remember hearing about this song before I'd, like, before I'd heard it. There and, were rumors, and yeah, and <laughs> from, from, that, from that title, you would never expect the song that you get. To me, it sounds like it should be yeah. like either a '70s kind of soul mm-hmm. tune with a kind of James Brown character, or a sort of Euro disco mm, 2000 yeah. something out of Germany. But the song that you get is. It's, it's it's odd that it's such a dance four hit, and then went
1: in clubs and out. It's it's a big hit as well. Yeah, um, The thing about nightclubs is they love playing songs about nightclubs, <laughs> That <laughs> like is any their rap songs, thing. songs about dancing, songs about being on a dance floor, getting a drink. It's like they they just want to play that.
0: It's worth saying that I have a theory that this song is about him being sexually attracted to robots. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lyric like doing the robot to electro pop, like in 1984. Yeah. So, is he attracted to like that's an odd dance to be attracted to? <laughs>
1: just that specific robot from that specific year.
0: Specific robot from that year. So, is he attracted to the woman or like just the
1: act of doing the robot? Like the robots that. unattainable. <laughs> yeah. So he has to make do with a human woman. <laughs> but but saying say the actions of the 1984 robot.
0: But saying that the way that he describes a woman, I'm pretty sure it would be. Dying with that, like an emotionally vacant machine <laughs> yeah. that you <he> can fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a sex robot from nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Not to be Doctor Factoid, but I actually did some but good you are about that. You do have a PhD in I've got in a factoid. PhD on Factoidisms, but this uh, this apparently was a reference from Patton Oswald in the movie Starsky and Hutch. He's he has a line from the future of nineteen eighty four. That's a funky disco robot. That's so pretty you cool. Go. He renders the PhD. <laughs> in thank you, Factoid. thank you.
0: We'll be returning to Doctor <laughs> yeah. Factoid next and n- week.
2: And now back to the comedy. Mm-hmm. The other lyric I liked in this was one about Montagues and Capulets. Mm. Yeah. And 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 the, I liked the idea that for, for most teenagers who were the audience of this this album, that was the first time they'd taken an interest in Montagues and Capulets. And it was one of those moments where you could be, oh, you don't know what a Montague Capulet <laughs> like yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to this and researched this album much more than you, an go a much cooler teenager than you are.
0: Yeah, because a lot of The music on this album is him trying to be down to earth, down with the kids, and now he's dropping like a Shakespeare reference, (laughs) and the the kids are thinking, we have to get into Shakespeare right now.
1: It seems a bit forced though, or I don't know, because he he drops in, oh there ain't no love, no Montague's Mm. or Capulets, but he falls up with just banging tunes and (laughs) DJ sets (laughs) and dirty dance floors and dreams of naughtiness, so he's ruined it a bit.
0: There's also a line in here, your name isn't Rio, but I don't care for sand and light. I I don't understand. You get that reference, don't you? I, I understand the song Rio, yeah, but he's, you're he's you're saying around. your name isn't real. So yeah. why would he start bringing up references to Rio? <laughs> he, it seems like he didn't need to talk about Rio. Oh, uh. or, or does everybody in the world who isn't called Rio remind him of the song Rio?
1: Mm. Yeah, should it not be your name? As it meal, main- and I don't care for sand instead yeah. of but I don't care for sand. But I don't. Hmm. You're about <laughs> the, that's about the on syntax today's, here. today's new section, <laughs> yeah. grammar and syntax. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Dr. Grammar. Kelsey Grammar.
1: Well, o- o- other funny lyrics aren't like uh, purely making fun of the syntax. The line, stop making eyes at me, I'll stop making eyes at you. Mm. That's I'm basically saying, I'll stop staring at you. <laughs> when you stop looking at me staring at you. <laughs> yeah. That's a really shitty thing to say. He just sounds like a mad person staring like a maniac.
0: Entering the next song, Fake Tales of San Francisco. I wasn't a fan of this at all. Like, I don't I don't like the lead guitar bit on it. It feels like a kind of a joke, the lead guitar bit. This is about them watching a band that they don't like, or something like that.
1: I've actually got a quote from the wiki that explains what Thank it is. Thank you for returning, Dr. <laughs> yeah. I
0: thought we were done with you, no, no. but it's good We've that you back. More...
1: Some more sentences. The song derides a fictional South Yorkshire band for taking its inspiration from the USA while never having been there. The song's title, however, has made it a fan's favorite in the United States. <laughs> I like that you can just make it a fan this, favorite merely by yeah. the title, referencing America. This song wasn't released in the
2: UK. It wasn't a single release in the UK. It was released in America. Yeah, well, it's, it's called San Francisco. Yeah. And it's that's in the title, so you have to release <laughs> in America. Instant sale. So, and I would wager probably more sales in the California area yeah. than the rest of the UK. <laughs> sure.
0: I've never seen them live, but I fucking bet you... Like when they're playing live
2: internationally, they're Hello, like, San "Fake Francisco. tales of St. Petersburg." <laughs> I think actually, I think lyrically that song is quite, very, quite clever. Some there's quite good humour in some of it. Hmm. Um, good humor. And when there's good
0: humour. When there's, I we, was laughing. Weekend
2: weekend rock stars <laughs> practicing their lines. D- is that referring to them or the
1: band they hate?
2: Well, it could be the weekend rock stars seeing a midweek gig. Ah, guys,
1: yeah. Doctor Factor here. I think it's the fictional <laughs> South Yorkshire band. <laughs> That takes its inspiration from the USA.
0: But let's go on to the next song, "Dancing
1: Shoes." Another song about nightclubs. Another song, about nightclubs. That song's basically go up and talk to the girl. Essentially, yes. <laughs> the, the lyrics so are if looking at lyrics, it's What that, are you yeah. here for? <laughs> yeah, go and talk go to and her. Go and talk to her. I don't.
2: I don't think it's one of the best. I. I think. I. I I'm think not it's one of fan. the poorer songs.
0: Let's go on to the next song. You probably couldn't see it for the light, but you were staring straight at me.
1: This is just another nightclub song. That's <laughs> just about going up to talk to a girl. And by this point, I'm starting to imagine how many more songs like this can <laughs> yeah. fit on one album. I I couldn't work out
2: whether that title was ambitious in the sense that we're just going to write a long title and that's kind of edgy, or just lazy. Yeah, and that they mm. couldn't think how to cut down the con the concept of the song into like two or three words, mm. Mm. which could have been like dance floor looks or something like that. Yeah, I mean
1: um, the the concept of the songs and album. <sighs> the concept i'm struggling album. to i'm struggling to to have any appreciation of it because i just think these types of songs or the lyrical aspects of them are just really shallow shallow
0: at a certain point in your life you'll be really into that kind of music because mm. it will relate to everything you're doing at that point mm. but as you go older and older uh or for yeah. instance female or and female, yeah. you'll be far less likely to be able to relate to it. Yeah. As soon as and you you'll start, just listen to them saying, I want to talk to a girl for seven tracks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they never get to the point where they had a conversation with the girl <laughs> yeah, and found yeah. that they had stuff in common. Everything's just looking at them from a distance <laughs> yes. and forming a crush based on staring at her. Yeah. I want to see the next album where it's like, Yeah, we had a long dinner conversation. We've qu- we've got quite a lot in common. I think we're gonna go on a second date. Yeah.
0: Let's get the hell away from that song and get on to Still Take You Home.
1: Yeah, this is just another song about picking up girls in nightclubs. Yeah. But
2: this does continue the theme of it being a
1: nightclub. This has reached
2: the end. We've had the two mm. dancing songs, The Saving in The Nightclub. He's got to someone. He skipped mm. the conversation, which we yeah. hope he had at some point. He's got someone.
1: Or maybe he's, saying, he's still talked a bit her because home. he's like, Yeah, you don't know nothing. So maybe he's talked to her a bit. She's like, Ma. Which.
2: Nightclubs. Which makes the next song more sinister. If this is the last thing he did <laughs> was talk to a girl, but still taking it home. Yeah, right? but I still taking The next home. song's about yeah. a riot van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go on
0: to that next song, Riot Van. Um, it was nice to have a change of yeah, momentum. We finally subject. slowed
2: down from the Ramon space and we got <laughs> yeah. a ballad, so it, that was it, quite it nice. Does feel a bit like the Talking Slow song though? Yeah, it does. Again, I'll, I'll some, you that, yeah. someone could well have told them, guys, you need yeah to chill yeah, out <laughs> <laughs> at mm. some point.
0: Like the only thing that would be more cliche about this kind of song is if they put it at the end of the album, mm. and this would be the slow song at the end.
2: Yeah. I'd, and I also had the feeling I've definitely heard these chords before.
1: Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. change up a bit. I appreciate them slowing down a little bit, yeah. but again, this is a song about nothing, and yeah. it's just as banal as the nightclub mm-hmm. songs. I think it's Seinfeld. Uh, hey guys, have you seen this? You seen this ride van? It just... It's so small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's there's some of the the worst lyrical run in the album is in this at the end where it says, "I don't have the precise lyrics, but I only have the rhyming part." N Wen Chen. Not a big fan. But there is a really good um, part in the lyrics of the same song where they're talking about with their truncheons and dressed in hats. Where I'd like to imagine that they're just dressed in hats. <laughs> like their hat trousers yeah. and ha- hat A jumpers. Hat dress. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on to the next track. Because. We've stayed a little bit too long in the quiet, non-club song. <laughs> yeah, let's We're get going- back to the How club. do we get back to the clubs? <laughs> We're going to take a taxi, taxi on. Red light indicates
1: doors are secured. They just come across as dicks in this <laughs> song, I think. They come across as dicks. They're just trying to jump out without paying.
0: Yeah. And then guys, fine with the police, not being a taxi driver. Yeah. Relatable.
2: <sighs> but this, this is the song as well. I was most frustrated with them on just how prosaic and mundane it was yeah. and i'm like i'm like you've it, i imagine them sitting in a room like what part of the night I haven't we done taxis yeah. we must do a song with the taxis and i think the only something that's missing is like the takeaway sh- yeah shop. I, was, I was literally i say, <laughs> they've not done the takeaway show. Yeah. so I, it, it did did feel like and cheese this yeah squeezing out the same <laughs> idea yeah. just forcing a song out of it and again nothing really happens in it
1: yeah. yeah, this is just Seinfeld in a taxi. Again. Yeah. Hey, how come it's already two pound fifty? We've only gone a yard. Yeah. Am I right, guys? We've all been there.
0: You got food? Can't come yeah. in. Uh, but yeah, th- there's also a lead part on this that's a bit spooky. Can we play that lead? marty Bum. I think this is probably one of the better songs yep. on it. Yep. Like, I like, like a good kitchen cuddle once in a while, and it's good to see that there are songs <laughs> relating to that. Kitchen cuddle. <laughs> a good kitchen cuddle. Is that a lyric from it? I missed that? Yeah, yeah. It's repeated numerous times.
1: Right. This this was the first song that sounds like a proper conventional mm-hmm. song to me. Like, has a good melody mm-hmm. and a chord progression, a nice arrangement. Yeah. And we finally left the nightclub. We finally got out of that <laughs> oh. Yeah, We're back home. Back home. got a domestic kitchen, scene. Having a wee cuddle. Yeah. Having a kitchen cuddle. Right.
0: On to the next song. Perhaps vampires is a bit strong, but. I don't think he's describing vampires in this, guys. This- like, he's not
1: referring to steaks, garlic, night, the sun. That word seems as if they've just picked that out of thin air, that term, vampires. they don't explain why they're vampires?
0: No. They're describing very unusual yeah, vampires yeah. they're not describing Bram Stoker the lyrics vampire. are like
1: cause all you people are vampires all your stories are stale <laughs> <laughs> you know and though you pretend to stand y- by y- us I know you're certain we're failed.
0: Count Dracula is known for his poor party stories
1: yeah maybe it's cause they're not stories about nightclubs and then arctic yeah. monkeys just think they're boring Can't but I would say
0: that Count Dracula probably has a lot of good stories he's been alive <laughs> for a long time he's
1: been around He doesn't like garlic.
0: How do you get around that? You have to Mm. check at the
1: restaurant. Yeah,
2: exactly. I think the other thing that we would have described as an interesting choice in this song Mm. was the kind of African-sounding drums that come in about three minutes, which were not really what I expected. And this played into about three or four minutes. I think this song's about six minutes long. I
0: think it's four minute plus I wrote
2: down. When I I was looking at it on my iPod, I remember checking two or three times how much longer is left. It gets to the point where it stops and you think, I'm sure there's a couple of minutes left here. Hmm. And it comes back in with All oh, You People Are Vampires and continues the yeah, same yeah. music they had before. It yeah. doesn't really represent in any way a change in the song.
0: Right, on to your next song. When The Sun Goes Down. This is a song about consorting with prostitutes, basically.
2: It, it is a classic. It is. That's my favourite song from the album. So yeah, top two or three for me.
0: I think it's pretty decent. I don't think it's that bad. I'm certainly placing it above a whole bunch of other songs.
2: Well, what surprises me about this song is that when it's played it's a song people really always come together and sing and so everyone sort of knows the words to it and so it kind of concerns me that that's what everyone knows about is it's a song about prostitutes mm. and yeah. that's what brings us all together to sing yeah. about prostitutes
0: <laughs> nothing brings a community a together, together yeah like prostitutes
1: <laughs> can i interrupt as dr factoid once more i was
0: about to say let's go to the factoid corner
1: from the song's wiki page this section of the song musically consists of just vocalist alex turner singing accompanied by a pattern of electric guitar chords with a conspicuously (laughs) clean tone a conspicuously clean tone
0: he's up to something horrific yeah what's going on there that's
1: conspicuously clean i love the idea
0: i love the idea that the guy who wrote that went to a gig first time he'd seen them and he turned off the distortion and started playing. And <laughs> like, the guy starts scratching his head. Oh going, my oh, no! What the fuck? What's going <laughs> no, it's on It's right
2: conspicuous. <laughs> my my favorite lyric from this song is, "I see it in his eyes, yeah, that he has a driving ban." I now, enjoyed that lyric. I could understand. I could almost buy that you can see in someone's eyes if they're a murderer mm. or a rapist. But do you look at someone and say, "Got a yeah. driving ban? Oh,
1: <laughs> parking ticket? Yeah,
0: he's down for mail fraud. <laughs> Scumbag." But. What confuses me a lot is, okay, so... I mean, I tr- I've kind of tried to follow through the story of this. So he's got a driving ban, I'm presuming. I don't know anybody who could consort with prostitutes without a car. Like, that's a very scummy guy Yeah. walks up the prostitutes, <laughs> walks away with them.
1: It's like the McDonald's drive-through, you can't yeah, do that at can't night. Do that. You can't just walk up. Yeah. You need that car. <laughs>
2: You know what I mean? Or at least Big a mac tandem and cheese. bike. Yeah. So you're kind. suggesting that Red Light District should have a drive through? area? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they've got that in so Amsterdam.
0: I'm pretty sure they've got a Red Light District yeah. I really
2: through. hope the song was about an actual person. Like, I hope it is properly observational and mm. they've seen this guy who looks like he's got a driving ban. <laughs> See that guy? He looks like he's got a driving ban. <laughs> and they've got to the end of the album struggling for inspiration and mm. this is the, there is an actual guy they've decided to
1: write about.
0: Yeah. Uh, On to the next song. From the Rit to the Rubble.
1: Another nightclub song. Out of, place. I, I think Out of we, place.
0: I
2: think it could have been track six or seven, finish on the Riot Van and then just have right. the general tracks at the end. I'm yeah. not happy with the content listing.
1: Yeah, this one's this about dealing with the bouncer. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: Really, it should have come in after, well, it's track two or three. Bumblebee. after the yeah, San Francisco After one. the dance floor he was someone he saw in the queue, yeah. this would be the thing about them. But then actually this song's but not getting into the main yeah. yeah. So if this was track three the album would have to have stopped yeah. there. I mean, I,
0: I don't like this song. <laughs> this is maybe the worst song for me on the album. But I like how it seems to be about religion. Like he can't do a lot of things on a Sunday for some reason on this and the town's different on a Sunday.
1: Is that not because he's really hungover?
0: Yes, that was the fucking bet, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I, I like how... Uh, thanks, factoid. I think you'll find it's about hangovers. Well, you know, just having a wee joke. Lightening the mood. Uh, okay, now that we've got that bit of comedy out of the way, let's go on to the next song. A Certain Romance.
2: This is my favourite song on that's the on my my album. This is my favourite song on the album, I think. Yeah. Song I,
0: about Neds, basically. Song about Neds.
2: It's it's pretty... I think as well, it's it's, by, it's where he's taking the observa- like observational things that are f- what you're funny and, and good to listen to, like things about the the music that's going to become ringtones, but then he's actually got a message. The song's got a point, which is, actually, I know some of these folk, they're mostly all right, but it's a kind of balance between being classist and be having a bit of solidarity with people that you know. Yeah. And it feels like... And actually... I think that does capture quite a bit of two thousand and six. Yeah, especially
0: especially that dated mobile phone reference of <laughs> remember ringtones, guys, how hard it was to get a song onto <laughs> your phone. That's the only reason we the do music the,
2: there. The date polyphonic Yes. Tones.
0: polyphonic. <laughs> <laughs> that was, <the laughs> main, that was the a major good technological breakthrough. Phone, yeah. 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 Remember how you star unlock to put it on your phone? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that I think this is like the best guitar work on the album. Yeah, the nice right I, nice. think
2: I think it's the bass, bass line that makes this. The bassline is very really, good, I, actually really yeah, nice.
0: I did know that down. I, I
2: okay. think there was at least a few deeper levels of meaning in that song than there were in things like Riot Van and uh, mm-hmm. Still Take You Home, which were so much more one dimensionally observational.
0: Yeah, because Riot Van Riot Van's about a riot van, <laughs> and taking people home is about taking people home. It's a metaphor for society. Yeah.
2: This, this is pretty much the only song title as well that's not necessarily about you know rather than it stating it precisely what the song is about mm. and rather than it it is a sentence, ambiguous. It, it got a sort of metaphorical titles. Mm.
0: Okay, that's the album. Let's move on to saying whether we like, dislike, hate, or love, or recommend, or don't recommend this album.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Okay, whoever buzzes in first goes. Buzz. Okay,
1: Martin, you got I, I'm going to say like, but I'm not too happy about saying that. (laughs) I'll tell you why. There there were some good catchy songs here, but I just thought lyrically this was pretty terrible, but compared to some of the albums we've done, which were a real drag to get through, Mm. this didn't feel like a drag because it's up-tempo, energetic. I can see why people would listen to this. I can see why people would dance to this. Uh, in nightclubs and things, so
0: yeah, I just listened to this like this morning, and it was good to hear it in the morning.
1: Yeah, so I'd, I'd like it, and I'd probably recommend it to North Yorkshire clubbers,
0: but only North Yorkshire. Clubbers. Yeah, in two thousand six,
2: <laughs> Chris. Uh, for nostalgia's sake, spoiler I c- alert! I, I could, think I know what this is going to be. I could <laughs> say love, but I'm going to go with like as well. Uh, this I think this was to- They were lucky in a lot of things, and this was totally the right place, right time. indie was big. A lot of influences came together. His the his lyrics were sharp enough to get away with the fact that they were about incredibly mundane things. His accent is works well. This would sound terrible with someone from yeah, his from accent London or, from, really or from the state the U.S. something trying to do these lyrics. So he's got a lot in his favor there, with that. There's um, a lot to like. There is a lot to like in this album. <laughs> There's two or three songs I still listen to pretty regularly now, mm. and it I was yeah listened to it this morning as well, and it was very end of high school, start of university for me. So I've mm. got a of good memories with it.
0: Um, so you'd recommend it to people, obviously. I
2: definitely. I think I definitely think I think it is an important album. I think it does summarise. Like if you said what was the uh, UK music scene about in 2006, mm-hmm. 2003, even 2003 to say 2008. This album would have to be in that list. It's one of the important albums of that mm-hmm.
0: time. Uh, I'm going to come out and disagree with both of you.
2: You love
1: it.
0: Shock decision. I, l- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I dislike this album. I don't think it's terrible. There's some songs that, like, yeah. Like, I h- heard really great music parts, and, I mean, some of the songs have nice ideas for lyrics, but it is. it feels to me too samey. Like, and... Like, in my opinion, I think other bands have covered a lot of this in terms of songwriting a lot better. Like someone like Franz Ferdinand, for instance, who I'm not a big fan of, uh, just using them as a reference. Or, like, Libertines, for instance. Or, or The Strokes. The Strokes are a good one.
1: What, band. you think they've nailed nightclub songs better? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Franz Ferdinand probably have. Probably have. I believe that. Maybe they haven't covered nightclubs as better... Or as thorough as the Arctic <laughs> yeah. Monkeys. France,
2: France Ferdinand definitely missed out the taxi ride, to be honest. They missed uh, out yeah.
0: taxi rides and Riot Vans.
1: And well, staring, how much was there in France Ferdinand songs? Yeah, and they've got that great song about takeaways, remember? Franz oh, yeah, Ferdinand. Yeah.
0: Take me away.
1: Take To the Donner kebab Take shop. Take me
0: out to Pizza Mario. Yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I does like it and I, I don't think I would recommend do
1: it. You, was,
2: I saw a lot of comparisons with oasis or yeah but like, as in, in terms of how seminal this band is is that overhyped especially now give, given what no. we know now about what they've done after this album mm. I, w-
0: I would say yes i mean i think i mean i might just be like just because i listen to oasis more but i think oasis have uh like they have an attitudes which is very down to earth but a lot of their lyrics are seem a lot more grander, and I think that stands up to time better than yeah. your phone technology, which is out of date already. Yeah, I, I don't know how people are going to relate to some parts of this album in the next couple of years. Oasis
1: are down to earth, but they're not so down to earth that they're in a nightclub, yeah. walking around <laughs> dancing.
0: Yeah, because if uh, yeah, that's a really good point. Because if Oasis came out with a song talking about like trying to grope girls, mm. like you just look down upon them. Mm. But because they try and be flurry and. Um, more expressive in their songs, you think, oh, they're kind of retarded, but they're trying their best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think, I think Oasis are pretty, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Oasis either. These aren't the kind of bands or music I'm a big fan of. Just about to leave, but I'm going through another quote from that NME, because I, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Can you imagine how it feels to be in the Arctic Monkeys right now? Great, obviously, seeing as they've filled the gutter rock gap left by the imploding libertines, <laughs> gate crashed <laughs> the proper rock. pop charts with their debut single, and have been declared our generation's most important bands. But you've got to feel for them. They've only released one proper single, and the world awaits excitedly for the greatest album since God plugged in his Fender and started jamming with Joe Strummer. They were quite hyped at the yeah, time. That's, that's pretty hyped. Quite hyped. That's quite hyped.
2: You did miss out one thing, that that greatest band of, of, of our generation oh, is, is trademarked. It's
0: trademarked. Yeah. That phrase is trademarked by NME. So don't go describing any band as the greatest of our generation. N-
2: lifetime, within our epoch, all those phrases are fine but just not They're generation
0: fine. not generation you have to talk to NME in fact I may have to cut this out because I've just used this. <laughs> t- <laughs> you I said trademark though I That's don't fine. have clearance no. for it. if you like what you're listening to right now there's far more episodes on SoundCloud you can find that through our Twitter which is HMM Choice on Twitter HMM Choice on Twitter